Rules Film Review. I am your host, Sarah Stevenson, and this is my co-host, Mike Stevenson. Hi, guys. So, Mike, what are we doing here tonight? Well, as a change of pace, we we've said previously that we mainly do horror, sci-fi, and fantasy, and we do the other interesting movie or classic movie or whatever. This sort of falls into that genre. Yeah. Okay. This is a movie called Son of Dracula, mm-hmm. made in 1974. No, it's not the one with... Uh, was that the Hammer one? Son mm. of Dracula? No, it's not the Hammer production with uh, Lon Chaney Jr. No. Uh, there's two of them. No. No, this is a musical comedy <laughs> fantasy... Okay. Music, mm-hmm. Yeah. Musical comedy horror, horror fantasy. All those thrown in together. Okay. Yes. Now... What it is, is um, a movie made by Apple Films back in the early days. Uh, Ringo stars in it. Mm-hmm. He plays, well... Merlin. Merlin. Monroe. Merle of Monroe. No, yeah. <laughs> and Harry Nilsson is in it as the lead role of Countdown. Now, I try to get a bit of information. Now, I believe... Re- I mean... Nilsson knew Ringo and stuff. I got a funny feeling that they used Nilsson in this to help promote his career. I mean, Nilsson taken off already, mm-hmm. uh, but they used a lot of his early songs in it as well. So mm. maybe to help bolster his career because mm. uh, Ringo was very, and, and I think John Lennon were very impressed with what Nilsson was doing. Mm-hmm. So now, rolling on to who's in it, I won't go through the ordinary bit actor stuff, mm-hmm. but. When Harry Nilsson is performing in a band in this uh, movie, mm-hmm. uh, he uses a couple of well-known musicians. Mm-hmm. So any of you audiophiles who like the older type music, mm-hmm. uh, you should remember some of these names from the dim, dark past. Uh, now, we have a guy called Peter Frampton. I might talk about these guys a bit later on, but I'll just give them their names now. Peter Frampton, he's been around a bit. Mm-hmm. John Bonham, we all know who he is. Keith Moon, we definitely know who Keith is. Mm. Uh, Klaus Foreman, I'll talk about him a bit later on at the end, maybe. And Leon Russell, who is a very, 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 very well-known person who actually used to be in the Wrecking Crew at one stage before he started his skyrocketing career. Mm. And so that's about the that's a long intro, mm. but I thought I'd just encapsulate it for everybody there mm. before mm. we roll into the synopsis. Do you want to do the synopsis or, um, or roll well, into the plot? Before or? I begin, yeah. originally. Um, let me see. Um, David Bowie was originally oh, yeah. going to was, was going to be considered for this role of Countdown instead but, of Harry. But sadly, he had to do a recording for RCA Records yeah. at the time. So, so he was busy. So he was busy at the time. Does anybody else line up for it? Or no, I don't know. Just, just, just him, was it? It was just, just him. Bowie, look, Bowie's good. No, I like Bowie. Well, yeah. and, and, I like um, him too. But you get Bowie and Bowie and Bowie. I mean, he, look, he got into Labyrinth and other things and whatever. Yeah, yeah give somebody else a chance. <laughs> well, that's, then again, Labyrinth came much, much, much later and a little bit more developed when you look I at know, that movie and making comparisons. It's another point. I think uh, Bowie would have been doing his live concerts. Yeah, uh, Spiders from Iggy, uh, Ziggy Stardust of Spiders from Mars, probably back in those that mm. period. I'm not 100 sure. I have to go check in the dates. But yeah, yeah. So, um. Who else, other than um, Harry and Ringo, who else stars in this major film? I didn't worry about them. They're the two main stars. Oh. 
There's got to be other people in this yeah, movie. Yeah, but they're the two main ones that revolve around. Yes, but around. they do play some... Other people play a major role in this movie, Mike, is what I'm saying. Well... So I, you might as well I, mention them. I didn't write them down because I didn't, I didn't care about them. <laughs> oh, brother. Oh, you got Freddie Jones or somebody's in it and so many other people. And Yeah, Freddie Jones <laughs> plays the Baron Frankenstein before he... And he was a girl. And Suzanne Lane. So everyone knows her, don't they? Jean. Yeah, as a, as Amber, <laughs> a bit of a love interest for Cap for Countdown. Countdown, yeah. You know, every, every every vampire needs a love in his life. Dennis yeah. Price as Van Helsing. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I didn't worry about that because it's, it's it's not one of those sort of movies you really worry about the actors. Anyway, here is, oh, by the way, directed by I called Freddie Francis, mm-hmm. produced by drum roll please. Ringo Starr, surprising, and he's got one of the lead roles. Uh, mm. Jerry Cross and uh, Tim Van Rellum. Rellum? Mm. Whatever. And written by uh, Jennifer Jane. I don't know who she is, but obviously he wrote a re- halfway decent script. Now, this is not a great commercial success type movie. Yeah, according to Ringo, he was not too impressed with this movie. No. And therefore... It didn't and nobody else was either. And <laughs> therefore, he didn't put together a release for to release this on the video or DVD. Yeah, he wasn't happy, he wasn't happy with the end result. I mean, uh, yeah, they wanted to do a few things. They got to stage where no, it just wasn't that good enough. But um, it has yeah. not stopped us to no. go and proceed... And order our own DVD. Oh no, we got it. We got an collection. Yeah, and look, it's a good movie for what it is. It's a fun movie. It's um, hang on. <coughs> I'll, I'll say it. It'd be coming to a cult sort of status. It's not a mainstreamy sort of movie. Yeah. But it's interesting because of who's in it. You got Ringo Starr and Harry Nilsson and the other guys. Mm. Uh, acting to me is pretty second rate acting mm. because these guys aren't really actors. Okay. Uh, yeah. Some of the guys are, yeah. yeah most of them were. Ringo's on actor. They, would, they dressed actor. up for the stuff. They wore yeah. this stuff you've seen from the movies, and, yeah. and just it, look, played it looks along good, with it. and it's got good music. The only problem is you can't get a really, really, really good pristine copy of it nowadays. You can get a, um, a DVD, I think oh, that's for Amazon. Mm. Uh, it was okay, but it's a copy of an old video cassette, mm. and the the quality. Is watchable. Mm. It's not as great as I would like, but uh. hey, better have a crappy one than none at all. Exactly, Mike. Okay. So, so let's <laughs> dive into the actual plot to this yes, film. Yes, let's shall. So <laughs> it starts off where it takes place in Transylvania. Yeah, it's a good place, eh? And of course, you guys are aware that Transylvania is not in Romania, is it? Well, uh, I, think, well I think there is a place called Transylvania, but I think that's all. Actually, the Transylvanian Alps, which I think is in Hungary, I think. Mm. <coughs> yes. I, I'm not very good at jo- jo- yeah. geography. So, yeah, anyway, apparently. somehow Dracula gets assassinated by an unknown person. I won't name yet, but we know he's... We've well, got a rough idea. We have a rough idea who may have done the deed. Another the immortal deed. who shows up in the movie later on. Yes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Merlin gets... A s- gets um, comes into the picture thanks to Dracula's assistant and finds out that Dracula has been assassinated. However. However, Dracula's countess, um, I don't know her name, she Mrs. remains Mrs. unknown. Mrs. Dracula. She remains yeah. unknown. Whatever. And Vampire. No, no, no. Okay. 
Sorry. Anyway, so we find out that she is unknowingly uh, has is going to have a child. She got a bun in the oven, guys. A yeah. little bun. Yeah. yeah, it's been kept secret from probably members of of their their world. Yeah, we've got this very str- never happened before. Mm-hmm. Hasn't happened since. Yes, no. and Merlin predicts this, that the Countess is going to have a boy, and he will inherit his dad's throne. Yes. Mm-hmm. His toilet. <laughs> oh, you mean the throne of being in charge of the level <laughs> and the world. Okay, right, I'm with you. I, th- I thought yes. you meant his toilet. So mm-hmm. a few years later, and this goes Sorry. way to the, f- to the pr- future, like 1970s. Sort of, sort of present then. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and he arrives um, soon enough in London in to get himself organised for his coronation. Right? Yeah. Long live... Well, long live the... King. The king if he's dead. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, whatever. Anyway. Long, long, long reign the king. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Of course, he had a snack on the road and all that. Yeah. Cool. He, he dropped in for a bite. <laughs> so anyway, he comes in and Merlin welcomes him with open arms and all that stuff. And of course, um, um, uh, Countdown, that's his name, Countdown. Hey, what a great name, Countdown. <laughs> Is having second thoughts about becoming king and ruling over the Neverworld, all that stuff. It's a, it's a, it's a big responsibility, you know. It is a big yeah. responsibility. Anyway, throughout this um, mo- movie, we get to hear a lot of some interesting songs. Oh, yeah. Some really good ones. Yeah. I, w- I won't go into the song list, but mm. if you go online, you'll probably find out. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so off, off his first albums are uh, Nilsson and yeah. Son of Smilson. Yeah. Uh, Nilsson Smilson. And Son of Smilson, yeah. I think they're on those yeah. albums. Yeah, his album is definitely called K- Son of Dracula, so in case you want to narrow it down. <laughs> well, I've already told. I know, but I just tell them Son that. of Dracula, 1974. I just meant that that's the name of the record or album or whatever. Oh, it's a music album, is it? Yeah. Oh, that explains that? why they did a product placement in this movie. Did they? I didn't notice that. Remember that when he was walking the streets, we come across a record store and yeah. we see in the window... Um, <laughs> Countdown's record of his um, music. Well, the I missed that. Mm-hmm. I know he looked, was looking in the window and saying, "Don't, don't, 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 don't steal tonight." No, 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 yes. no, 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 no. So anyway, no, 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 no. of course, um, Dracula is having second thoughts, and Lord Baron Frankenstein, whom um, we reveal or hint that he was the one responsible for killing his dad, his um, Countdown's father, Dracula. Track baby, yes. and he also wants. Son out of the way, so he can be the king of the underworld. Yeah, and he offers to give um, Countdown the opportunity to be human, but he think, but he also wants to get him completely out of the way by killing, killing him, him too. Yeah, so even he, though he pretends to be nice, but he's not. Yeah, uh, but you've got to admit though, he. I mean, if he helped him get turned back into a human, it will give him. Um, well, he won't be in the way anymore to be. But he might still have power over the other guys. Mm, true. True. Even though he's become human. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He's a daywalker. No, so it takes um, <laughs> him countdown a little bit of time to work this out. And soon enough, he meets Amber, a beautiful blonde girl who's really, who's really like taken <laughs> by him and vice versa. <laughs> he got a nice charisma around him. Yes. And he gets a deja vu about her because he had a dream the night before of her. And funny thing though, yeah. Mm. And he, in his dream, he came close to biting her. 
but I would have. But it didn't happen, of course. <laughs> I would have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, so anyway, he might um, over for a bit of um, dinner and stuff. And he didn't bite up. Yes. Okay. Of course, He's he go, before he gets down to business, he goes off to do a concert that was sort of a masquerade concert of sorts, yeah. right? Yeah, right? somewhat. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And he was a guest artist there. Mm-hmm. And this is where these other, uh, this great band I mentioned before, Fred Franklin and the other guys, they were his band. Yeah. I like <laughs> that. I love the songs <coughs> they played there. Yeah. Especially the... Um, Give me th- I d- I, that sunlight song. I don't know what it's called. But Which one? Oh, you know the one where he's... Um, Here comes the daylight and something... Oh, yeah, the, he, he got that, the daylight song. Um, and he had what's the other one? Wish Jump in the Fire. Jump in the Fire was in there. That was a good song too. Um, anyway, I won't go sing it because... Forever? Forever? Yeah, uh, Forever was much later on. That was a nice tune. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that's that's a love scene sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so he um uh, when he, he returns to Amber, that she looks like she's getting round to jumping in the sack with him. <laughs> well, what, it was the seventies. Yeah, and he um, asks her flat out, um, "Have we met before? And have have you been like I had a dream about you and all that stuff?" And she says, "How could I know you? Because we this is the first time we met and all that." And before uh-huh. we can get around to it. Dracula begins to have deja vu. She was doing a similar thing in her dream. Ooh. And he quickly changed into a bat before anything could happen. Yeah, he didn't want to bite her. Yeah. He's, the thing is, he's, he's, uh, Henry Mil- oh, uh, Dracula, uh, what do you call it, Countdown, is because he had a normal human-type birth, he has got some human tendencies. Yes. Uh, and they're certain, so that's starting to emerge, whereas an ordinary vampire wouldn't have these things. Yes, so yeah. anyway... He has a touch of humanity yeah. and, mm. and emotions and stuff. Yeah, soon sure yeah. enough, he meets Van Helsing. And unlike other Van Helsings we know in in mo- the movies and TV... This is the good one. TV shows, he's um on dra- Countdown's side. Yeah. In this Isn't that lovely? And he offers him the chance of giving him... Come create, make him human again by using the aid of Amber. Yeah, they have to do a, a blood transfusion. He needs to get some human blood in him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and thinks that the only way to make him fully human is by um, allowing him to feel human love. And, well... <laughs> well, not th- nothing gross or anything like that. It's just that he thinks that... <coughs> That well, he's going to feel Amber later on, isn't he? You know. True, true. But, <laughs> but, he, was Sorry, tr- but mm. he was thinking of a better alternative than Bram's, than Baron's Frankenstein's alternative way of doing oh, it. Yeah, very, well, he was going to pretend to give him eternal, uh, making mortal, but also making immortal at the same time. How can you have both? Good point. But the Baron Frankenstein in this movie is supposed to be an immortal. Like, yes. Baron Frankenstein was not immortal. Mm. Yeah, so... Uh-huh. Um, See, they made a mistake, yes. hey? The interesting thing about this mm. scene is this Van Helsing, he's not just Van Helsing. He turns out to be Merlin in disguise. Yeah. He had a nice the, piece of magic there, wasn't yeah, it? <laughs> under the alias Van Helsing, obviously. Yeah. And he thinks this is a good way for him to um, go undercover and find out um, um, Lord Baron's Frankenstein's intentions for the throne. Are your intentions like honourable? 
Not really. <laughs> As we discovered. Shouldn't think so. He won the crown prince often. Yes, exactly. Oh, I'm going to look after him. I'll make him all better. <laughs> yeah, no, yes, no, 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 quite right. So Baron Frankenstein tries to steal the special machine that could help um, Countdown become human again. But mm. luckily for for Van Helsing slash um, Merlin, we're able to uphand in him, right? Yep. Yes, and we're able to steal back the machine. Yep. Yep. All those good things. Oh, yes, it is. It's kind of great that that they had such good teamwork and a lot of action bits in that scene. <laughs> yeah, a bit of a chase scenes and stuff and mm-hmm. different things. Yeah. yeah you, hey, look, it's good, it's good fun, yeah, isn't it? Yes. Soon enough, they... Mm. They're about to do the um, transfusion slash immortalizing count down, but along the way, um, Baron Frankenstein tries to sabotage it by um, letting loose some creatures from the wax museum, which are not real creatures. Really, no, no, not wax, the real ones. Yes, try to attack Amber and try to prevent her from Pre- helping. If she had to be there at a particular time for the transfusion, if they missed out on the transfusion at the right time, they wouldn't be able to do the process. Yeah. Mm. Merlin is con- um, counting down the right moments to... Five, four, three... Two, yeah, he's using numbers and... Ch- Astral and charts. Astro and, charts yeah, 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 yeah. to make sure everything goes according to plan and everything. Yeah, he did very good. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know Ringo was so clever. <laughs> mm. So anyway, um, but soon enough... Um, um, Countdown's servant, um, what's his name? Brian. Brian. Uh, assists <laughs> um, assist oh, Amber Brian. and get her away from the horrible creatures. Hey, Brian's a good guy, yeah. Yes. He was a little upset when he found out his boss was not going to become the next ruler. But he says that his work, but he'll, Merlin says, your work will not be in vain. You will be definitely there for your boss when he needs you. Well, he'll need to. He's going to need someone to drive him around, even if he's not, not, not in a coffin. You know, he's going to need someone to uh, yeah, and do I things think for him. He needs a, uh, yeah, and, yeah, a, and a gentleman. Brian gentleman. has been a good friend to Countdown for quite a while. Well, yeah. Hey, Brian's in the, Brian is immortal, so he will age anyway. So he can grow old gracefully in the servitude uh, under um, Countdown. Yes, yeah, so yeah. anyway. Happy, happy, happy. So <laughs> soon enough, they get down to the... the um, the um, experiment, and, and soon enough, the transfusions were complete. Amber is right there with um, countdown, and everything is goes clockwork. Click clock, clock, click. cuckoo, cuckoo. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> and soon enough, um, countdown is become a normal, regular human with blood in his system, literally. Does that make me normal? No. Okay, right. <laughs> Just checking. Just checking. Yeah, soon <laughs> enough, everything's good, but he has to go. Well, actually, he doesn't have to because um, he wants to go up to his people and tell them the absolute truth what just happened. Yeah. And tell them that he cannot become the next ruler of They were very upset. Yeah, they were about to um, tack him and probably rip him apart. Well, he's not, he's not one of us anymore. He's leaving us, yada, yada. Yeah. Fair game. Let's eat him. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. and soon enough, ah. um, Brian pulls the sheet back and <laughs> it reveals this golden cross on the and, ceiling. And the sun was pouring through it. The sun something. pouring through and burning all the... Some all, the, the all, all these ghoulish pe- people and stuff. Yeah. yeah. They all disappeared and stuff. All and except Brian and and Countdown remain. But they're mortals, you see. Yeah, true, uh-huh. true. Which is a bit of a relief. And of course, 
um, Van Helsing reveals then well just so you know Amber it was in a trance and she can't she didn't react to um, countdown as if he was she was scared of uh, the vampire stuff so she's sort of in a trance but now that she's been now the things are over she could be a normal human being and countdown goes up to meet her and she still remembers him yes oh lovely true love guys yes (laughs) and meanwhile merlin is alone with um brian i mean baron frankenstein and tells him that you betrayed um countdown's dad you betrayed countdown and you nearly came close to achieving your end goal by you've been a very naughty boy yes and he merlin takes up the opportunity to have him zapped into outer space yeah so in some sort of mist it'd be banished for a hundred years for punishment uh what happens in a hundred years time did he come back all forgiven i don't know mike i mean anyway merlin sort of takes over the frame because He's um, much more powerful than Lord And everyone respects him. He's been around for a while. Yeah, yeah mm. and he's well-respected and well-loved. <laughs> and, yeah. And like, uh, like Dracula, he's been around for that long too. He has, a couple <laughs> of years. Yeah. yeah, and of course we end... Since the days of King Arthur, at least. <laughs> yes, so um, Lord Countdown and Amber, they walk off into the sunset. To this, into the sunrise. Oh, isn't that lovely? Considering that we just get, we just met the sun. Oh, and at that point, yeah, it's obviously yeah, it's his first real official sunrise, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm. So we, that's the end of it. Hey. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I don't know but why Ringo was not too pleased with this movie. Maybe it's oh, just in no, like, fascinating. Honestly, I mean, I, I would like to see a good, clear copy of this. Um, <coughs> I think he wanted to do a different soundtrack behind it and a few things. Uh, to make it give it more definition, maybe give it a bit more uh, atmosphere. I don't know what he wanted, but um, it it didn't come off as a first rate movie. Mm. I'm not bagging it. Please mm. do not get me wrong. But Ringo's not an actor. Mm-hmm. Harry Nilsson is not an actor. Mm. Some of the other people might have had some acting experience, but the two main leads uh, weren't actors. Mm-hmm. And it showed. <laughs> yes. But mm-hmm. it's a good fun movie mm-hmm. it is if you if you don't want to if you want to uh, waste uh, you know spend a bit of time enjoying an old cheesy movie which was how would say um mm. and not, well, it was apple apple film production it could be one of their first movies they did they had some average movies back in those days yeah so, and depending mm. on who directed it yeah yeah so there's some of the experimental stuff and so yeah mm. you got to get the guy's guts for doing it anyway mm. but my 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 love of the movie is because of the, the musicians in it now um i'm going to touch on a few of these for you younger guys who might not know the names a really really quick briefing mm. uh, because obviously it is good to know these things now i mentioned um Obviously, Harry Nilsson. Mm. He's an American uh, singer, songwriter, piano player guy. Mm. Um, now, C- Peter Frampton. He was um, a singer, songwriter, producer, and a guitarist. He was associated with bands like Humble Pie and The Herd back in his early days, and he went solo. He's worked with Ringo Starr mm. and David Bowie and other people. And uh, and um, uh, next one's Harry. Well, no, sorry, John Bonham. He, an English music, musician, songwriter, best known as a drummer 
in the band Led Zeppelin. He cool. was there. He did die sometime, rather. I mm. can't remember. And then someone had to take over for him. But mm. uh, he passed away. Mm. I think he passed away in 19, 1980. Okay. Yeah. Uh, now, Keith Moon. Mm. Now, if I go tell people who Keith Moon uh, is, uh, there's mm. something wrong here. Keith Moon has always been in The Who. Will always be in The Who. I mean, I think The Who's actually finally broken up. But he's been, he, was, he was their wild drummer. Now... In the Muppets, there's a band in the Muppets. Uh, I can't doubt the band's called. I think it's Animals on Drums. Yeah. Oh. I think Dr. Teeth is in charge of it or some other. But mm. Animal reminds me so much of Keith Moon. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I imagine um, um, Jim Hansen may have met him. Oh, look, the Who were popular in America. I, I understand. Now, now Klaus Vormann. Some of you guys do not know Klaus. Klaus, uh, German artist, musician, record producer. He designed uh, artwork for the Beatles, Harry Nilsons, and um, Bee Gees, Wet, 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 uh, and some other some other crowd. Now, as a musician, he's be, he's worked uh, as a bassist for Manfred Mann back in the early days. He's a session musician. Uh, he worked on Your So Vain uh, by Carly Simon. He's on Lou Reed's Transformer album. Um, he's worked with Ringo and some other guys. You know, yeah, so he's been around the traps and knows lots of guys. Got lots of skills. I think he's more in production stuff nowadays. Mm-hmm. Now, last but not least here, Leon Russell. Now, you Americans don't know Leon Russell, there's something wrong with you. But every, the rest of the world, Leon Russell was there, uh, one of the founding members of Wrecking Crew back in the olden days. His genres include pop, country, rock, folk, gospel, bluegrass, rhythm and blues, folk, rock, blues, uh, surf, rock, blah, blah, blah. Tulsa sound, he does a lot of good stuff. Uh, and he's a guy who uh, took Joe Cocker on tour after Woodstock back in the olden days. So, uh, Cock Happy, that sort of tour. Mm. Back in those days, he put the whole thing together and arranged all the music for him. Um, he's played on, uh, we, we played for the Beach Boys on their album tracks for, for them, Dick Dale, Jan and Dean back in those days. Um, uh, on his first album in 1970, he had Eric Clapton with him, Ringo Starr and George Harrison on this mm, album with cool. him. So he was hanging out with some really good people. So this guy is a really cool dude music-wise. I think he's mm. still going too. Mm. This guy is good. Yeah, he's great. I, I like I like him. Yeah, he's got that, I mean, that southern sound, I, I call it. But yeah, he got me, he's got twang in his voice and stuff. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, he's good, he's groovy. Love his hair, his top hat. Um, I wish I had some hair. Um. <laughs> so anyway, um, so what do we know so far about this movie itself? Well, let me see. Um, the movie itself sh- was shown over the years have been limited to midnight movies and similar outlets. Meaning yes. it's only appeared in... Like maybe movie nights, like if you went to the movie nights down in Brisbane, if if the if before the um, um lockdown, they did a few of those movie night things where you get to see special movies, movies yeah, yeah, and okay. stuff. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they do. Anyway, our, our local state library sometimes does uh, old movie sort of uh, selections and stuff. But yeah, that sort of things. You know, some um, colleges, universities might put on those sort of things as well as a mm-hmm. special tribute and stuff. Because I was chasing a movie for years called 
that goes to Sierra de Cobre, and that was doing the rounds of film and festivals over the years and showing up at universities. Yeah. But it finally got released. And, and now, since 1964, I've been looking for it, and it only yeah. came out the past yeah, year. Yeah, I almost wish they, they, they didn't yeah. have to wait this long to release it onto DVD. Yeah, I know. We, we, we get old and died before we see it, you know. Mm. But anyway, irrespective, yeah, this, this movie was relegated to the, uh, the back streets of the. Uh, entertainment industry because mm. nobody wanted to promote it mm. it wasn't that good from a commercial perspective yeah so no that explains a lot. from an entertainment if you get away with the goofy acting and a few things and a bit a few cliches in it the, the, it's fun and it's got good music and it comes together it's nice uh, i'm not gonna rate it high i'm not gonna rate it low i'm gonna re- give it a reasonable rating in a minute mm. but Same i think if you can get a copy of it you won't get it at the video shop which you wouldn't think we did buy a copy recently from amazon it's still available mm. um i don't know if you get a, a torrent download if that's your second option i doubt i haven't looked um uh, but if you can't get amazon you might be able to get a torrent download mm. but it's an old movie it's grotty in quality it's watchable mm. And, but, yeah. and some really good music, as I said. Oh, the music's great. I mean, if you like Carrie Nilsson-type music or want to just get in and have a look at some of the stuff in it, what they're doing back in those days, it's a good fun movie. Mm-hmm. But it's it's like the, it's, a, it's along the lines of a ha- Hammer horror movie. Would that be close, would you say? I think so. I mean, it, yeah. they would have come out around that yeah. time. Period. The way Hammer used to make the horror movies were a little bit cliched, sort of. But good sets, average acting, yeah, good acting, whatever, yeah, basic storylines, and this was it, but a little bit more cornier. But mm-hmm. yeah, that you get, you get my drift. Yeah, mm-hmm. true. So anyway, um, how do you rate this, Mike? I rate look because of its humble beginnings, <laughs> yeah. uh, and unfortunately, Ringo is trying to act on it. Uh, no, uh, no, so sorry, Ringo. Um, um, That'd be insulting to no, Ringo. No, no, I like Ringo. Ringo's a fine drummer and a, and a good man, and he, he's whatever. But yeah, sometimes people shouldn't act, uh, and he, 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 it was just too stagey. But anyway, I'm going to give it eight and a half because I like the music in it. Hmm. I think I'll give it um, eight and a half too. When I think about it, it's good. It's good fun. I mean, I, I, look, I, I they haven't said this anywhere, but I really think if if Harry Nilsson had taken off in his career. And Ringo and John Lennon had been impressed by him. I really think that maybe, even though they mentioned David Bowie's considered for the role, I really think that Nilsson was um, brought into it and they put his songs into it Mm. purely as a vehicle to help Nilsson's career because I don't think Nilsson did too much uh, live performances and touring because he was a shy guy. Yeah. Uh, so I think they said, well, we like what he's doing. He's more of a studio type guy. Mm. Uh, I asked you yeah. last night, Mike, yeah. um, mm. when he was um, doing this movie, um, did it really um, increase his, um, you know, no, in I, his no, movie I think, crew? No, music I, no crew? I, th- I think he's popular, but look, but the problem is, if you are a studio band, yes, no one knows you. Hmm. If you get a song on the radio, you're lucky, hmm. and then. But if you go out and do a tour, live concerts, whatever, uh, then people get to see it. It's, you're advertised at the place and people go to the concert and then talk about the concert. Then people go and buy the records. Mm, yeah, true. That sort of stuff. Um, and that's where the problem is. When you don't tour, you can drop off the planet pretty quick musically. Yeah, see. So and actually, I think after John Lennon got shot, I think um, Harry Nilsson, because he's a friend of his, uh, he's, he sort of uh, backed out the music scene a bit then and got into uh, going... Um, 
uh, trying to get uh, gun laws re uh, re uh, re well, not repealed. What's the word? Yeah, yeah. You know, look, you're trying to get gun guns banned and stuff. So yeah, you know, that sort of stuff. So because he he was upset, his his friend died. So mm, yeah, business. but he did a, he did he did do a few more recordings later on spasmodically, but nothing seriously mm. after that uh, early seventies period. Mm -hmm. He had uh, Nilsson or Nilsson Smilson, I think, a son of Smilson, a couple of other albums, and he just dropped off the plane, I think. Mm. Yeah. Yes. So. Um, <coughs> <coughs> is that it for us, Mike? Mm? I feel like there's not much. Well, I can't think of anything else. I mean, there's, there's not much to say about this movie apart from I think it's a good watch. Mm. Don't expect commercial, uh, uh, what do you call it? A commercial top of the pile type movie. Yeah, it's not movie. a. Um, I wouldn't say this is a stream movie. And but not, not a movie. Definitely not a movie. It's definitely watchable. I like it. Because, you know, again, it's a good tongue-in-cheek storyline uh it's fun it's driven by the music mm -hmm. I, I like the music in it and if you guys like music as well and you want to see uh a cheesy movie which isn't too bad mm -hmm. <laughs> um yeah mm -hmm. watch it we, we I've, I've seen it a few times over the years and i like it and yeah yeah, yeah. there you go yeah so this is sarah stevenson <clears throat> and the other one Oh, hey. Mike. Um, wishing you guys, I uh, <laughs> hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Anyway, nope. see you guys around. Bye, guys.